Hello, Los Angeles Kings fans, and welcome to episode 49 of the Kings Den, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Strange times we are living in right now. Strange times we are living in in the hockey world, in the sporting world, in the whole world with everything going on. Before we get started for episode 49 of the Kings Den, I just want to say, as always, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to follow us on social media at the Kings Den THPN, at Cunningham Jordy, at the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube at the Hockey Podcast Network for all of our video coverage and footage. And don't forget to follow us on Patreon for just $1. You can find all our exclusive bonus content, bonus podcasts, etc. So definitely check us out on Twitter, on Instagram, all over social media, on YouTube, and on Patreon. Again, on Patreon for just $1, you can find all our exclusive bonus content. Episode 49 of the King's Den, and the world moves fast. Holy moly, did it move fast this week with, of course, COVID-19, the coronavirus, flying around not just North America, but the whole world, like, Italy shut down. Spain shut down. There's some good news that China is finally getting better after they've been shut down for two months. But man, like it's just crazy times we're living in right now. Of course, affecting the sports world all over, all over the world. All the major sports shut down here in North America. No NHL. No NBA. No MLB. M- NFL is it's their off season, so they're still motoring along. They're still gonna do. They're still gonna do free agency next week. Like it's nothing, but. Wild times we are living in right now. Every single thing is shut down in the sporting world. Of course, as we were recording on Wednesday night for episode 48, that's when the news came out about the NBA uh, stopping their league, going on a 30-day suspension after uh, Rudy Gobert got tested positive. And, of course, his teammate Donovan Mitchell tested positive the next day. And so, of course, we knew it was going to happen that the NHL was going to do the same thing. And they did. And it's been weird. It's weird not having hockey right now. It is. It's very strange not having any sports right now. It's supposed to be. This is arguably the best time of the year for sports. Middle middle of March to the end of March is arguably one of the best times for the sporting world. You've got NHL and NBA. The playoff race is heating up as we get into the final 20 games, 18 games of the year. It's just heating up. You've got... NFL, the free agency is just starting. You have the biggest one of all. You have March Madness just starting. You're gonna have you have all these all these tournaments happening. Today would have been Selection Sunday, but no, no March Madness, no anything. Man, NASCAR shut down, golf shut down, the Masters have been postponed already, even though they're a month away. It's just crazy time we're living in, and just I be safe out there. Everyone that has it, everyone that's affecting. It's affecting everyone. Whether people have it or not, it's affecting everyone. So just be safe out there. It's crazy times we're living in. Do do what you need to do to flatten the curve, as they say. Do your social distancing. Don't don't go out. I I am of the belief, sadly, that this is only going to get worse before it gets better. But it's tough times right now. It will get better eventually, but we have to do our part in making sure it gets better. And for those asking about what are we going to do here at the Hockey Podcast Network with, with no games? We are going to continue to bring the coverage every Monday and Thursday. It, the draft is still coming up. Who knows what's going to happen with the season? They're discussing, they're discussing a bunch of scenarios. They still want to try to finish the season. They might go right to playoffs. Who knows? But 
Having said that, here at the Hockey Podcast Network, we will continue to bring you all the coverage that we will do. We will have different headlines. We'll have different stories. We'll have different contests and ideas. A lot of fan participation as here at the Kingston and all across the Hockey Podcast Network as we have no hockey to play into. I have some ideas. I will get into them with you guys as the episode goes on. We do have a game to talk about because we need to talk about the game against Ottawa that we did mention last episode. It was That game was going on as we recorded episode 48. Of course, this is episode 49. But yeah, just the coronavirus is something else. And we it's so weird. This is day four without sports. And it is just, it's eerie. Having like no playoff runs right now. No selection Sunday. No March Madness. No golf no anything it is weird it's nice still getting sports news not all of it not all of it positive as last night another nba player tested positive for coronavirus today a new york yankees minor leaguer tested positive for coronavirus and every yankees minor leaguer is going in quarantine for the next two weeks so it's just strange strange times ahead strange times right now strange times ahead who knows when all these leagues are going to come back. Who knows when the NHL is going to come back? I know that we all miss it greatly here at the Hockey Podcast Network. I know you all miss hockey greatly. It's going to be back soon, but we have to do our part to to flatten the curve, to make coronavirus not better is the wrong word, to start to try to eliminate coronavirus, to lessen it because it's moving at a rapid rate. We know that, and the people. I was one of the. I, I'll admit, I was of the belief. When this was go- when this first started, I was of the belief: no, it's just the common flu. The flu kills more people every year. Uh, that's I was wrong, and a lot of people have that thought, and they were wrong. A lot of people still have that thought, and they're wrong. This is more than just the common flu. This is serious, and we have to do our part to try everything we can to not. It's going to be impossible to eliminate coronavirus, but to to lessen it, to make it not spread as much. You see, you see them them in China. They shut down two months ago. Yes, people have, have been going nuts in China. We, there's been stories about that, but the numbers are finally getting better. The cases are going less and less by the minute over in China, and that's going to happen here. Of course, it's crazy times in Italy and Spain as they're the two, they're the two other two sections that are so that are so have so many cases that are on full shutdown. It's crazy, and it's just going to get. Like I said, it sucks because over here in North America, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. But we're doing our part. Of course, don't go to don't go to large gatherings. Social distance yourself. If you've been out of the country and you've come back in, isolate yourself for a little bit. As shitty as it is, as much as you don't want to, you're gonna have to do it. Everyone has to do their part. Hey, and if we do this, we're gonna get hockey back sooner. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We're gonna get hockey back sooner. Who knows if they go right to playoffs? What a season! For the LA Kings. What a way to end it. Seven wins in a row. We will get to the win against the Ottawa Senators to make it seven in a row. But man, just just a wild time. And then if this is the end of the season and they come back and it goes to playoffs, what how how would you describe the LA Kings season? A success, of course. Was it a successful rebuilding year? Was it or what what didn't happen? What did happen? What did you like? What didn't you like? I want to hear from you. Tweet us at the Kings THPN, at Cunningham Jordy, at the Hockey Podcast Network, at HockeyPodNet. I want to know from you guys. If this is it for the NHL this season, for the regular season, if this is it for a long time, do you think, how do you describe this King season? Was it a success in terms of rebuilding? Was it a failure? What do you think? I 
the seven game win streak for the LA Kings has been unbelievable. And we talked about that a lot, how we've talked, we've mentioned almost every episode, but it's just so true about how the, the trade deadline, it works wonders and the Kings made the right moves at the deadline, but it's more the mental aspect of the trade deadline. It's finally, the trade deadline was finally over and people could, the players could just relax. The team could just relax because they were nervous about who was getting traded, the Sully Kings. And of course, all the trades happened. Campbell, Martinez, Toffoli, Clifford, and Campbell together. Like, they all finally happened. And when that happened, it was like there was just a calmness hit the LA Kings. There was some stress, and they just went calm. They started to play their game. Young guys started getting more of a chance with the trades happening. And it's worked out amazingly as the Kings finish not finish the season because we don't know what's going to happen but as the NHL suspends the LA Kings have won seven in a row and since the trade seven and oh since the trade deadline seven in a row 10 two and one over the last 12 games what a stretch for the LA Kings to go into the postponement of the NHL season of course unexpected but it had to be done but as if coronavirus hits hits the NHL enough to be suspended right when the LA Kings are hot. And if it, if this is the end of the season for the LA Kings and they just go to playoffs when the NHL resumes, are you mad as a fan? I, I want to know. Are you mad as a fan with the seven wins in a row? You can look at it as it's better. Guys are getting experience. Young guys are getting experience. It's nice to finally get some wins and some positivity on this team because it has this season has been a struggle. Rebuilding seasons are always a struggle. Or are you of the belief of it's lessened their chance at first overall because their percentage is down? I look at it as the belief of the winning streak has been good because it's a lottery. Getting first overall is a lottery. Yes, you've yes the percentage is down a little bit. I believe they've gone from second to fourth in percentage for getting first overall, but you still have a chance. You still have a huge chance of getting first overall. You've won seven in a row, you're, but you're still four, you're still going to have the fourth best chance of getting first overall. It's not like it's not like you're the fourth worst team. You're going to get fourth overall. The NHL is the lottery, and there's a good chance. There's still a good chance for the LA Kings to get first overall. So it's going to be very interesting to see. I want to know what you think, LA Kings fans. Let me know what you think. It's going to be interesting to see if this is it for the regular season or if the LA Kings will be playing hockey again this year. Again, such strange times with COVID-19 going on, but just let me know what you think. Has the, If this is it for the regular season, have the LA Kings, has the seven-game winning streak been good or bad? How do you see it? Seven in a row, guys are playing better. Young guys are contributing regularly. Gabe Velarde, Blake Lazat, they've been great. Mikey Anderson has been great in his six games. He's playing like 18 minutes a night for a rookie. He's been great on the back on the back, on the blue line. What do you think? I want to know. Or does or do, or are you of the belief of no? It hurts our draft. It hurts our chances at getting first overall. Again, let uh, let me know at the Kings Den what you think at the Kings Den THPN at Cunningham Jordy. I want to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Maybe I'll make it a poll. Has it hurt? What do you think? Has it hurt the LA Kings? I will make it a poll, I and we'll discuss it on episode 50 of the Kings Den coming out on Thursday. We're going to have a lot to discuss on episode 50, because, of course, no hockey, no, there's going to be no new games to talk about, but we will have polls on Twitter for you guys to 
to answer and we will discuss. I'm going to have something. I'm, I think I'm going to have something coming out during Thursday's podcast. That's going to be exciting. A big fan vote as well. So look out at the Kings and THPN on Twitter. We're going to have a lot of cool. I think I'm going to try to make a bracket, mar- bracket March Madness style event for you, the fans on Twitter to vote on. So it's going to be exciting. So definitely check that out at the Kingston THPN. But we still still have one hockey game to talk about. We have one hockey game to talk about because we, the NHL suspended on Thursday. We recorded episode 48 last Wednesday night. That Lakings were playing during that while we were recording. And that's when they made it seven in a row as they beat the Ottawa Senators by the score of three to two. But before we talk about that, let me tell you about our friends at Cool Hockey. Since 1999, CoolHockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. Quality is just as important to them as it is to you, and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Cool Hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM, and hand stitched them in their 1,500-square-foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors, they're able to offer the best quality, pricing, and delivery time on all of their products. Cool Hockey staff live and breathe hockey, and it shows in their work. Find out why CoolHockey.com is the number one source for NHL hockey jerseys online. Cool Hockey is committed to providing every customer with a high-quality product that is hand-stitched by professionals. Since Cool Hockey does not outsource any jersey for customization that means their product their jerseys can be customized and shipped to you faster than any of their competitors cool hockey jerseys and customization is officially licensed by both the nhl and the nhlpa they take pride in making you just look like the players on the ice check out our friends at www.coolhockey.com and right now if you use the promo code thpn right now coolhockey.com promo code thpn you will get 30 percent off your purchase so check out www.coolhockey.com. They are our friends. Right now, any purchase, promo code THPN, 30% off. Our contest is still going on with Cool Hockey as well. We don't, Of course, we don't know what's going to happen with the draft now, with anything, but our contest with Cool Hockey is still going on as well. So let us remind you, just before we get in, into the 3-2 win over the Ottawa Senators, I also want to, want to remind you about the Hockey Podcast Network 2020 NHL Draft Lottery Contest presented by Cool Hockey and Tankathon. Let, re- let me remind you, the winner gets a $200 gift card to coolhockey.com. But just let, let, me, let me remind you how it works. Visit tankathon.com slash NHL. Click Sim Lottery until you get the outcome you like. So if you want to click it until Kings get first overall, you do that. Once you get a 15-team outcome you like, screenshot it, tweet it to the Kings and THPN. We will take it every... Every account, every Twitter account gets one entry, just one entry. But get that outcome you like, screenshot your favorite 15-team result, submit your entry by commenting on Twitter to us at the Kings NTHPN. There is a post on the Hockey Podcast Network Twitter account at HockeyPodNet. Tweet it below that. Tag a friend and retweet the post as well with your entry. The closest to 15 out of 15, right, will win a $200 gift card to CoolHockey.com. Only one entry per Twitter account. And all entries must be submitted by April 4th, 2020 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 8.59 on the West Coast. So definitely check out our, our hockey, the Hockey Podcast Network Draft Lottery Contest presented by Cool Hockey and Tankathon. Check that out as well. 
Okay, let's get to the 3-2 win for your LA Kings over the Ottawa Senators on Wednesday night, just before the league shut down because of COVID-19. A lot of people didn't give much traction to this game because it's the Kings against Ottawa, two of the teams lower in the standings, but your LA Kings make it seven in a row with this win. They outshoot the Ottawa Senators 36 or 39 to 26 in this game, despite not getting a shot until over eight minutes into the game. They had, they didn't get a shot till over eight minutes into the game and still had 13 in the first period. It was impressive, but uh, 13 in the first period, 11 in the third, in the second period and 15 in the third period for your LA Kings. That that w- that was big in this game because they were down in the third period. We'll get to that. Bobby Ryan opens the scoring for the Ottawa Senators just 29 seconds in. That made a one nothing for the Senators. Just it was poor execution by the Kings early. They were napping this first shift. A uh, get just a giveaway, a little too much space, uh, just a little like who's got who sort of thing. It was just Cal Peterson kind of had a bad read and net on this one as well. But Bobby Ryan made it one nothing early on. Later in the first period, Trevor Lewis, he's been finding the back of the net a little more lately. Of course, he had that nice goal about 10 days ago against the Vegas Golden Knights. He had a nice one here in this game. Beautiful stretch pass from Ben Hutton. Lewis and Adrian Kempe, a little give and go. Lewis puts it on net, gets his own rebound once again and puts it in the back of the net past Craig Anderson. That tied it at one. It was one. 1-1 after the first period, but the Kings could have had way more goals in the latter half of this first period. They had an extended 5-on-3 with many chances. They just couldn't get another one past Craig Anderson in the first period, and the Kings' offense just didn't stop in the second half of the first period. They had the 5-on-3 with many chances. They couldn't score. In the final 30 seconds of the first period, Marty Furk hits the post on a great chance, and then there was a beautiful stretch pass to Nikolai Prohorku, not a great chance, and he got robbed late in the first period in that final 30 seconds. So they kept coming, the LA Kings. They did not stop. They wanted to keep scoring in this game. A pretty eventful second period, but no goals. It was still 1-1 after two periods. Again, lots of shots. Still, the Kings had 11 shots in the second period, so it was still an eventful second period. Early in the third period, the centers take a 2-1 lead. A beautiful deflection in front of the net made it 2-1. Nothing Craig Anderson could do it looked like it went off McDermott but no it was just a beautiful deflection in front of the net that was about two minutes in that made it two to one for the Ottawa Senators in the third period those are killers allowing goals early in periods they like they did in the first period they did in the third period but they fought back it was great to see by this LA Kings team there's been fight in this team a lot more of late and it's been awesome to see they've had fight all season long and sometimes it just hasn't worked out in their favor it has been lately it did in this game they were down two to one but they sure made up for it as they would come back. Gabe Velarde, he's been a great rookie in his in his few games since being called up to the LA Kings. He's been great. Beauty shot, top of the circle on the power play, on laid in a power play, tied it at two. Primary assist from Sean Walker. Just Gabe Velarde had time and space, top of the circle, picked his spot, passed Craig Anderson, got by, and there was just four seconds left in the power play. And that was a big reason why the LA Kings won this game. They won the power the special teams battle. Yes, they had that extended 5-on-3. They couldn't score. That was big for the centers. But the Kings won the special teams battle, and that's why they won this game. They were 1-for-4 on the power play. Gabe Velarde with that power play goal. That tied it at 2. They were also a perfect 2-for-2 on the penalty kill. That's huge. You're going to win a lot of games when your special teams is winning the battle each and every night. So Gabe Velarde made it 2-2. And then late, 4-40 to go in the third period. Velarde with a great rush up the ice. Man, 
be excited about this kid. He's been fun to watch. Great rush off the ice. He gets it to Marty Firk. Bit of a funny one. Slides through Craig Anderson. It was a bit of a funny one. It was Marty Firk goes up. He's right in front of the net. Has a chance. And Anderson thought it was going to get deflected, and it didn't. It was kind of a weird one. It just slipped right through his pads. Kind of a funny one that Anderson's going to want back. If you go back and watch the replay, Craig Anderson definitely wants it back. That made it 3-2. to two, Marty Firk's goal. Again, him and Velarde have had some good chemistry. Marty Firk and Gabe Velarde, they've had some good chemistry. They've been playing together. They've been playing on the power play together, and it's worked out. It's been fun to watch. That made it 3-2, to two, and that would be the final. Cal Peterson, another great game, as, of course, 24 saves in this contest. As your LA Kings win their seventh in a row by beating the Ottawa Senators by the score of 3-2. to two. A lot of guys had great games in this game. Velarde was great. Again, the chemistry between him and Marty Furk has been awesome. I thought this was Nikolai Horkin's best game in a while. He uh, he had a he played a great role in this game. He was getting chances. I thought he was really good. Dustin Brown, no points on the board, but a team high seven shots in this game. Seven of the thirty nine shots were by Dustin Brown. He had a good game. Of course, Cal Peterson had another great game in net. Twenty four saves. He was good. The penalty kill was great. I thought Matt Roy had a great game on the back end. He's been He's been a great defenseman all year long. So a great game for the for your LA Kings as they've won seven in a row. They beat the Ottawa Senators three to two. But of course, we don't know what's gonna happen now with the NHL suspended, with COVID nineteen, coronavirus. We don't know what's gonna happen with the season now. Was that the LA Kings last game of the year? Was it not? Who knows? We're gonna have to wait and see. It's gonna be the NHL's we're not gonna have no NHL for a while, but we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens and i'm glad i'm glad that they're that they suspended the whole league because of player safety and because playing without fans just wouldn't work it'd be eerie it would it just wouldn't work and i'm glad that they're not doing that but i want to ask you this la kings fans and i'm i want to i want to know your answers to these i'm going to put all these up on twitter at the kings den thpn and i want your feedback there are going to be different polls. I want your feedback, and we're, to, we're going to discuss it on episode 50 on Thursday's episode. If this is it for the LA Kings season, if they come back, if the NHL comes back and they go right to playoffs, then that's it for the LA Kings season, the 2019-2020 season. I, like I said before, I want to know, what did you think? Was it a success? Was it a failure? Was it a good rebuilding year? What did you like? What didn't you like? Do you think they're improved? Of course, they have one of the best draft pools or prospect pools in the whole NHL. So, of course, that's a major positive. But what do you think? I want to know what you think. Let me know at the Kingston THPN. But also, if this is the end of the season for the LA Kings, I want to know who's won, the, who, who's won some awards for the LA Kings. For example, I'm going to put all these. I've picked players for everyone. I want to know what you think. Let me know at the Kings and THPN. I will tweet all these out. Who's your MVP for the LA Kings? I have it down to Anze Kopitar, Jonathan Quick, Ajax Alafalo, and Dustin Brown. Kopitar, of course, he is the captain of this team. 21 goals, 42, 42 assists, 62 points in 70 games, plus 6, and leads the team with 55% in the faceoff circle. A great year for Anze Kopitar, I think he's the MVP. That's my choice. And actually, in this, I'm going to take out Dustin Brown. I'm going to change it to Drew Doughty because Drew Doughty deserves to be there. He plays 
He is first or second in the league. I don't have it in front of me right now in ice time. He has put up the points this season, but Drew Doughty, he's on the list as well. Could he be your MVP? So Kopitar, Doughty, do you think Jonathan Quick is MVP of the Kings? 16, 22, and 4 this season. 2.79 goals against average, a 904 save percentage. But man, he's kept the Kings in some games. Sometimes it's just been unlucky bounces. He's been there's been some snake bitten moments for the LA Kings this season, especially early on. There was a couple games where he should have got the win and he didn't because of a couple late goals or the team kind of fell apart in the third period. He has kept the Kings in some games this season. It has been incredible. So could Jonathan Quick be your MVP? Or Alex follow. He's been on the first line with Anze Kopitar all season long. He has 43 points in 70 games, 17 goals, 26 assists, 43 points total in 70 games. Is he your MVP? I'm going to tweet that out. Who is your MVP for the LA Kings this season if the season's over? Anze Kopitar, Jonathan Quick, Alex Alafalo, or Drew Doughty? Let us know. Next, who's been the best defenseman for the LA Kings this season? Has it been Drew Doughty? Seven goals, 28 assists, 35 points in 76 games. Of course, he's been a, he's an absolute workhorse. The points haven't been there, but still 35 points is great for a team that has been struggling. And when and for a guy that plays 28 minutes a night, it has been crazy how much he has played. Is it Sean Walker in his rookie year? 70 games, 5 goals, 19 assists, 24 points. He has been everything and more as a rookie for the LA Kings this season. I think he's been one of my favorites to watch all season long, Sean Walker. He's great. He's up for my rookie of the year for the LA Kings. We'll get to that in a second. But 5 goals... 19 assists, 24 points as a rookie in 70 games. He has been great for the LA Kings. Is Matt Roy your defenseman of the year? He has been good for the LA Kings this year. He has played in all 70 games. Four goals, 14 assists, 18 points. And a team high plus 16. That is the most impressive part of Matt Roy right right there. The next guy behind him is Kopitar at plus 6. And Roy's a defenseman. And he's a plus 16 on the team that, that has allowed a bunch of goals this season. That's impressive. Is Matt Roy your best defenseman of the year? And fourth is Ben Hutton, what, a guy on a one-year deal, signed late in training camp. He's played in 65 games. He's been a healthy scratch sometimes, but for the most part, he's been pretty good. The, he has been in head coach Thomas Hellen's doghouse a little bit, but for the most part, he's been good. 65 games, four goals, 12 assists, 16 points, and a plus-five rating. So that's pretty good, again, for a guy that's been in and out of the lineup a little bit. He's played the majority of the games. Is he your best defenseman? So, your best defenseman category. Drew Doughty, Sean Walker, Matt Roy, Ben Hudden. Let me know. We will discuss all this on Thursday's episode, episode 50. Okay. Who's your rookie of the year? Or your Calder candidate for the LA Kings? Is it Blake Lazat? 65 games. He's battled battled injury for a little bit. 23 points. 6 goals. 17 assists. 23 points. He's been the third line center all season long. But think about this. He hasn't, been, he hasn't really... 23 points is good for him. But think about everything he's done this season. He's just he's still just 22 years old. He's 5'7", one of the smaller guys in the league. And he was just over 50% in the face-off circle all season long. I've loved his play over the years. He doesn't mind... Oh, over this season. He doesn't mind going to the gritty areas. He doesn't mind battling. He doesn't mind taking a hit. He doesn't mind laying the body. He's he's my rookie of the year. I think he's been great for the LA Kings. Again, 23 points. He battled an injury, but also 50% in the faceoff dot as a 22-year-old at 5'7". That is mightily impressive. So 
Let me know, Blake Lazat. Next again, Sean Walker. We just talked about him. 24 points in 70 games as a rookie defenseman. He has been, he's been the second best, second best defenseman for me behind Drew Doughty. He has been great. Is Nikolai Prohorkin your rookie of the year for the LA Kings? Again, 26-year-old rookie. He's been in and out of the lineup a lot. Four, 14 points in 23 games. Four goals, 10 assists. Is he a rookie of the year? He has been off and on. He's been stretchy. Kind of like... Kind of like He's just been stretchy. It's like, who knows? Sometimes you get good Nick Leiberhorkin, sometimes you don't. Maybe that's why he's a 26-year-old rookie. Do you think he's a part of the future plans? Let me know what you think for Rookie of the Year. Or I'm going to throw him in as well, Gabe Velarde. Seven points in 10 games since being called up to the LA Kings. He has been great. Three goals, four assists. He's been really good. He's a big piece of this future for the LA Kings. So let me know what you think for the Calder, the Rookie of the Year. For the LA Kings, Blake Lazat, Sean Walker, Gabe Velarde, or Nikolai Prohorkin. Two more here. This is kind of a kind of like Rookie of the Year, but different at the same time. And I didn't want to call it Most Improved. I wanted to call it Who's had the biggest biggest growth to their game in 2019, 2020? Who had who grew the most? Whose game got? I guess you could say Most Improved, but I like the word growth. Who got better this season? Who expanded their horizons? Who got better? Blake Lazat in his rookie year with his 23 points in 65 games. Sean Walker, the defenseman with his 24 points in 70 games, again as a rookie. I have Prohorkin because he's kind of 26-year-old rookie. He's kind of in a little bit of a different category. Or I think the winner of this one is Adrian Kempe. 32 points in 69 games. A bit of a slow start to the season, but he has been awesome the last two months. 11 goals, 21 assists, 32 points in 69 games. I think his growth has been great this season. I think he's shown it. I think head coach Thomas Helen trusts him. Now there was, a, I think, a little bit of a trust factor early in the season. He kind of bounced around there. He, him, Lazard, and Wagner showed great chemistry over the years, but Kempe has been playing up in the lineup since the trades of Toffoli and such. But I think he's been really good. I think he's had the biggest, biggest, biggest growth in his game for the LA Kings this season. And then, only three here, but I wanted to talk about just the prospects that have got called up and have got to play for the LA Kings this season, especially late in the season here. What prospect that played towards the end of the season are you most excited about? Someone that got a few games this season, you, they got some experience, and you got to see them play. Is it Cal Peterson and Nett? With, he went 5-3 and three in 8 starts, 624 goals against average, 922 save percentage. He has been great for the LA Kings. He has been... The, he is the future of the LA Kings. Him and Quick are going to split a lot of time next season. They've been splitting games in this stretch. They've both been great in this seven-game winning streak. Cal Peterson, 5-3-0, 6-22, goals against average, 9-22 save percentage. He's been great. Is he the prospect that you're most excited about that you've seen? How about Gabe Velarde, like we just mentioned? Seven points in 10 games, three goals, four assists. Is he the prospect you're most excited about that you got to see play? Or... Mikey Anderson, just one goal, one point, a goal in six games, but a plus four for a rookie defenseman. And he's a rookie defenseman, and he's been playing the majority 18-plus minutes a night. I think there was one game where he was in the 15 range, and all the rest of the games he's been 18-plus minutes a night. So what prospect that got called up this season and got to play late in the season are you most excited about? Cal Peterson, Gabe Velarde, or Mikey Anderson? I'm going to tweet all these out. MVP, best defenseman, rookie of the year, biggest growth. And 
what prospect are you most excited about? I'm going to tweet all these out. I want to hear from you at the Kings and THPN at Cunningham Jordy. We are going to discuss all of that. We are going to discuss the results on episode 50 of the Kings and which will be out on Thursday. Before a little bit of housekeeping, I just want to, I want to let you know before a little bit of housekeeping before the end of the episode. Sorry. I want to let you know about a couple things. First of all, I want to let you know about our friends at Puffy Mattresses, rated America's most comfortable mattress. Puffy provides ultimate sleep to thousands of customers nationwide. The Puffy Mattress is an all-foam memory, an all-foam mattress with a medium firmness level and outstanding pressure relief. Low-density memory foam makes for an exceptionally soft sleeping surface. Lightweight sleepers and side sleepers will appreciate the bed's cradling support, which balances comfort with proper spinal alignment. Check out our friends at www.puffy.ca. And also, I want to shout out our friends at Reebok. In this episode, in right now, check out Reebok. Use the promo code. We got a couple different promo codes from this week, from March 16th to the 20th. So this week only for St. Patrick's Day. Use the promo code Lucky60 for 60% off. I will tweet out the link Lucky60 for 60% off just this week. Or we still, we have a friends and family discount right now. It started on March 10th. It goes to March 25th. Use the promo code Fam40. For 40 to 50% off site-wide, depends on what you get. But check that out. Our friends at Reebok, promo code LUCKY60 just this week for 60% off, March 16th to 20th. Or it started on the 10th, it goes to the 25th, promo code FAM40 for 40% off our friends at Reebok. So again, that was episode 49 of the King's Den. Again, a lot to discuss with no more NHL coronavirus. When when is NHL gonna come back? Is LA King season done? It's all very interesting. It's all like it's all up in the air right now. But I will tell you here at the Hockey Podcast Network, we are not gonna stop. We are still gonna bring you the content. We are gonna rise above every single person here at the Hockey Podcast Network, all thirty-one podcasts, and then, and of course Ice Analytics and Terry Ryan. We are all gonna continue to bring the content and bring you the stories that you deserve to hear. We're gonna have a lot of different I, me personally, and I think a lot of people around the network are going to have a lot of different fan interaction for you to take part in as a fan, especially on Twitter. So definitely check that out as well. Of course, what I just went over, the Kings Awards, if the NHL season is done, I'm going to tweet all those out. I want to hear what you think. And I want to hear what you think about if the season is done. Are you happy with the seven-game win streak to end it? Or are you mad because it, it hurts the draft percentage of getting first overall? Let me know at the Kings Den THPN at Cunning at Cunningham Jordy. As always, don't forget to also follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow the uh, Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube at the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow us on Patreon for just one dollar. You can find all our exclusive bonus content. And don't forget with the Kings Den and with every other podcast around the network, especially with this time of no NHL. Don't forget to like, rate, or subscribe, review, not just the Kings Den, but every single podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network because everyone is still going to be churning out all the content for you, the fan. And, and here at the Kings Den THPN, we have, I want to know the Kings Awards from you guys, but I'm going to have something else special for you that I'm going to hint to you guys, that I'm going to tell you guys on Thursday's episode, episode 50 of the Kings Den. It's going to be, because there's no sports, and like I said, this was going to be the biggest time of the year. Of course, the playoffs coming, we're 
are re- we're gonna be real soon. March Madness was happening, so we're gonna have a March Madness style like bracket for you that's gonna be Kings related that I will have for you next episode, episode fifty. It will all be on Twitter, so check that out as well when we talk to you on episode fifty of the Kings Den. Of course, this has been episode forty nine of the Kings Den. Thank you so much for joining us. Hang in there. Hockey will be back soon, but come join us at the Hockey Podcast Network. We will have all the exclusive content for you. We will still we will still be putting out all the content. So stay right here at the Hockey Podcast Network at the Kings Den THPN or at the Kings Den and every podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network. Check all of them out. Thank you so much for listening to episode 49 of the Kings Den, and we'll talk to you on Thursday for episode 50.